Welcome to Sunshine Studios, home of the Barry Bow Show and also home of the Steve Piasecki Podcast. Dead Stripper is the first book in the Steve Piasecki series, but a word of caution before you continue. Dead Stripper contains explicit content, such as strong language and the depiction of graphic sex and violence, including murder. Therefore, this podcast might not be suitable for all audiences. Forewarned is forearmed. And now, in the chapter 25 of Dead Stripper, and we go to a victory party right after Steve's preliminary hearing. I park across the street from the Broadway Bar and Grill. It's about 10 blocks from my apartment. Jess, my friend, and I get out of my envoy, then cross the street. I let them go first, then enter. And the owner comes right over to greet me. Hey, Steve. Hey, Tony, how you doing? Good, good. He's Italian, in his 40s, and he gives me a strong handshake. He and my friend already know each other. They exchange greetings. Then I introduce him to Jess. Tony tells me, Bernie and Roy are already here. Then he points to a small alcove off to the left. And we start moving in that direction. I'm wondering who this Roy is. This alcove's dark and paneled. Framed photographs commemorating the town's history decorate three walls. I see two rectangular tables pushed together in the middle of the room. Bernie's seated on the near side with his back facing me. Another man, around the same age as Bernie, is seated across the table from him. I'm assuming that's Roy. Bernie turns his head and sees us coming. Mike, Bernie says, you already know Roy. My friend nods at Roy and Roy nods back at my friend. Bernie introduces Roy to Jess, then introduces Roy to me. And, as it works out, Roy is Bernie's private investigator. Ten minutes later, we're eating and drinking, the food's good and the conversation's lively. Bernie, I say you were magnificent, just doing my job. You sounded, Jess says, just like my high school principal. You know, when you told that doctor, what's his name? Dr. Nakamura, right. Then Jess changes her voice to imitate her high school principal. Please answer the specific question I just asked you, and no more. And then you got him again, my friend says. No more unsolicited answers, please. We're all that. I'm surprised, I say, when you brought up the autopsy. That's all Roy's doing, Bernie says. I wanted to lay some foundation about the sprained wrist. Then he looks at Roy and says, tell him. Roy sets his drink down. I went down to the strip club and spoke with the manager. They're always a little on the defensive in those kinds of places when a private dick drops in and starts asking questions. They always have some sort of shady shit going on. The manager, Bernie says, didn't quite give Roy what he needed. So Roy kept pushing, tell him. The manager turned me on to the bouncer. Now that's one fucking knucklehead. He must have a lot of shit he's trying to hide because he told me everything. He even acted out right in front of my eyes and demonstrated the wrist lock on me, but gently. We all laughed. Just like he tried on Bernie, my friend says. We laugh hard. Are you okay? Jess asked Bernie. Thanks to your boyfriend. It was nothing, I say. But getting back to the autopsy report, what was that all about? Bernie and Roy start laughing again. What's so funny? Tell them, Bernie tells Roy. Okay. Over the years, I cultivated contacts here and there. And as fate would have it, one of those contacts works at the morgue. And he assisted in the autopsy. That's how I found out about the autopsy, about the sprained wrist, and about a whole lot more. Bernie and Roy start laughing a little harder this time. Come on, tell us what's so funny. Tell them, Bernie tells Roy. Okay, well, 
My contact at the morgue told me what happened during the autopsy, but he never gave me the autopsy report. But I saw it, I said. We all saw it, Jess says. Yeah, my friend nods. We all saw it. You all saw something, Bernie says. But you never saw me introduce the autopsy report as evidence, did you? Come to think of it, no, why not? I'm taking a vacation in two weeks and I'm going to Argentina. It's my first trip to South America and I'm going to Buenos Aires. And? And I wasn't holding up the autopsy report. I was holding up the itinerary for my trip to Buenos Aires. No shit. That's fucking hilarious. We're all laughing when Tony and the bartender walk over. Tony's carrying two bottles of champagne and the bartender's carrying a tray with five champagne glasses. We have three more bottles on ice, Tony says. We all thank him. Tony pops the cork on the first bottle. The bartender sets the glasses on the table and Tony starts filling. You're not joining us, Tony? Ernie asked. Love to, but it's a long way till closing. Plus, this is your celebration, not mine. Tony and the bartender leave. The champagne keeps flowing for almost an hour and the discussion keeps going. We talk about the way Bernie handled the medical examiner, how he scorched Sal the bartender, then provoked him into initiating a judo match, how he softballed the DEA agent into admitting no evidence existed against me, and the way he turned my testimony into a masterpiece. I'd like to propose a toast, I say, then lift my glass. Here's to Buenos Aires. To Buenos Aires, the others echo. Then we all cook glasses and sip our champagne, but then I go silent and start staring at the far wall. Bernie notices. What's wrong? Something just hit me. What? Roy's leaving something out. Like what? Like, he just said he learned a whole lot more, but he never said what. Bernie and Roy stare at each other. Well, you tell him, Roy says, then looks at Bernie. Okay. This whole rigmarole about the drug charges was an exercise to keep us busy chasing our tails. Why? Dead stripper didn't die from a drug overdose. The autopsy proved somebody strangled her. And that means they think I strangled her, right? Correct. They think you used the drugs to disguise the fact that you strangled her. Do they still think I killed her? Most likely. So why are we celebrating like this if they still think I killed the dead stripper? You didn't kill her, did you? Fuck no. Then you have nothing to worry about. If they couldn't put the drug case together, no way they can put the homicide together. And they'll figure that out real quick. Plus, I'll have a heart-to-heart -heart with the DA and set him straight. So you have nothing to worry about. I keep staring at the wall for several seconds. Looks like something's still eating you, Bernie says. I sit there in silence for several seconds. Somebody killed that woman. That somebody's getting away with murder, and I'll still be the murder suspect until he's caught. And that's the end of Chapter 25. Dead Stripper is available at Amazon and most booksellers in both Kindle and paperback. Join us next time for Chapter 26 when Steve and Jess return to his apartment for Victory Fuck.